You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning. Welcome in. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. Well, nothing to talk about today. Oh, well, I guess we'll just come back tomorrow. Let's just cut the show short right now. We got nothing. to. T- there's nothing, right? I kid. More topics to discuss than time to discuss them. But, of course, you know the deal. One hour, we run through it all, or at least most of it that we can get to. As I rum- ramble on on things that uh, probably should uh, cut shorter. But you know the deal. It's one hour. We run through everything. 60 minutes. We lead you up till 6 o'clock. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Then, of course, the number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN. I am on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. Daily poll question is already up for today. Today was an easy one to find a poll question. And look, you know me. And if you listen to the show regularly or even semi-regularly, you know that I like to have a fun show, right? Nothing too heavy. Like to joke around, poke fun at myself, poke fun at anyone else. Brian sometimes is the brunt of it. Debbie Duhame sometimes is the brunt of it. But we all like to have a good time. We all need, especially in 2020, a little levity. A little laughs, a little goofing off. But you have days like yesterday where it's kind of impossible to carry on as usual. It's kind of impossible to just do the, the, the normal show where I poke fun at this thing or poke fun at that thing. So let's get to the news before the opinion. We'll get to the opinion too, but as you know by now, the Milwaukee Bucks yesterday made the unprecedented decision to sit out their game against the Magic, that to protest the shooting of Jacob Blake back on Sunday. Originally seemed like it was going to be a forfeited game. Now it appears that the game is going to be postponed. But right now, way more questions than answers. So we'll try to get you some of the answers before we get into the questions because that's going to take – I will tell you right now, the questions will not be answered by the time the show is over today. That is for that much we know. So the Bucks players yesterday had a prepared statement for the media on how they came to the decision that they did. Here is George Hill, who seemed to be the first player to kind of bring this to the other players on the Bucks. Here's George Hill. When we take the court and represent Milwaukee and Wisconsin, we are expected to play at a high level, give maximum effort, and hold each other accountable. We hold ourselves to that standard, and in this moment, we are demanding the same from lawmakers and law enforcement. We are calling for justice for Jacob Blake and demand the officers be held accountable. For this to occur, it is imperative for the Wisconsin State Legislature to reconvene after months of inaction and take up meaningful measures to address issues of police accountability, brutality, and criminal justice reform. We encourage all citizens to educate themselves, take peaceful and responsible action, and remember to vote on November 3rd on behalf of the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, so there is George Hill, and that, of course, led to all three NBA playoff games last night being postponed. It did not end there. WNBA postponed their games. Three baseball games were called off. MLS canceled some games or postponed some games. I don't know what the right technical term is, but they were not played. Let's put it that way. And those games... Uh, at least in the NBA, certainly are not going to be the last games postponed. Today's games from everybody within the league, outside the league, it would seem crazy that they would play any games today before we have some more clarification of whether or not 
any games get played again this year? It seems like that decision is very much up in the air, and it seems like the momentum, at least, is headed towards ending the season. Now, there was a report that the Lakers and Clippers both voted to end the season right now. Now, they were the only teams that apparently voted to end the season. Most of the other teams uh, want to carry on. But here, of course, Adrian Wojnarowski says that the Bucks' decision yesterday very much came as a surprise to the league. The Bucks' decision came, obviously, prior to the game, and it was a decision that they did not share uh, with upper management, ownership initially, uh, the league was taken by surprise. League executives uh, you know, from New York who were at the game went down uh, outside the Bucks locker room to talk to them when they didn't come out, when the, the second horn or the first horn sounded, uh, when teams would normally be out in warm-ups. And that really started a domino effect with uh, Oklahoma City and Houston and then the Lakers and Portland Trailblazers. Uh, once the Bucks made that stand, uh, the, the other teams followed suit, and now uh, you know there's a meeting tonight among players in the bubble to talk about where they go from here. As one player told me today, and other executives absolutely believe that the season's in jeopardy, Sage. All right, so there's Adrian Wojnarowski on SportsCenter last night. Woj also said that uh, today, 11 o'clock, seems like the players will be meeting by themselves. The Board of Governors, the team owners, are going to be meeting with themselves and what takes place in those meetings will kind of decide the rest of the season. Here's Woj. The teams who remain here in Orlando, I believe players uh, can go. Can go. There are ballrooms here, uh, meeting rooms for them uh, to do this in. Um, whether there are going to be any uh, anybody from the Players Association or the league, I am unclear on that. Sometimes these things uh, evolve as, as we get closer to those meetings. But my understanding and Zach is that this is a, you know, really focused on a players meeting and, and a conversation that has been ongoing in the bubble. Listen, Toronto and Boston have been talking for a couple of days about whether they wanted to play or go, were going to play game one of their series. Milwaukee uh, was not as publicly vocal about not playing. You saw a very emotional George Hill the other day talking about uh, the shooting in Wisconsin. Sterling Brown on the Bucks was a victim of police brutality. And Giannis Atenacupo, the leader of this Bucks organization, this Bucks team, the reigning MVP of the league, you know, he is someone else who has uh, been extremely supportive um, and, and strong minded on these issues. And the domino really did start, the, the dominoes started to fall once the Bucks made that decision and did not come out of the locker room against the Orlando Magic today. All right, so there's Woj on, uh, you know, the meetings that will take place and we'll kind of, we will see, right? Like, I know everybody is having um, their opinions right now of whether or not the season will, will continue or not. I don't think that anybody with as quickly as this has um, come about, right? Like, if you were saying a week ago, that NBA games were going to be postponed. I think the over-under in Vegas on a game being postponed over protest was a half. So that has already been surpassed right now. And it seems like, at least from the outside, 
not that the other players weren't focused on this this issue before or the shooting of Jacob Blake before, but it seems like George Hill brought his concerns to the team and kind of got this ball rolling and, and that the players on the team also agree. So it seems like, I think for most people, they would think, ah, this will kind of blow over. I'm not so sure if that's going to be the case. I think that there's no real way to say for sure which way this is going to go until we have these meetings uh, later today. And uh, finally, one more from Woj says it's unclear whether or not the uh, last NBA game has already been played. It is unclear to me right now um, how realistic it is, but it is part of the conversation. And uh, teams who are playing tomorrow are already talking amongst themselves today about whether they will play. You know, there's three more games tomorrow. I think the tenor of that meeting with the players tonight, there will be certainly conversations with the Players Association. They've been ongoing with the league office. You know, it is premature to say that we have seen the last NBA game this year, but listen, these players um, and, and these organizations, they are serious here about these issues. Uh, the Jacob Blake shooting touched off what was already a really raw environment uh, within the bubble with players. They have, they have felt these issues deeply since they've been here. They've continued to talk about them. They have made tangible uh, players and the league have made some tangible, uh, put some tangible things in place moving forward. The coaches, uh, but the players, there's a sense of helpless, helplessness among many and support among many others uh, to stand shoulder to shoulder with them. Uh, and this is a moment in time uh, in the NBA, in professional sports, and it is going to be uh, a meeting tonight among players that I'm told you know, is going to start to dictate um, what direction uh, this league and this bubble and these playoffs are going to go in. All right, so there's Woj giving you the, the lowdown on the, the news aspect of things. Uh, and that's the poll question for today. It's up on Twitter. It's at Gordon Damer. And it is, do you think the NBA season should continue? Not whether or not it will, because as I said, I don't think anybody could really have a, a real read on whether or not it will continue until you get some feel out of uh, you know the players' meeting, the owners' meetings. And we'll see. I'm sure this is a story we're going to be following uh, for the next few days, if not for the entire rest of the NBA season. So that's the poll question. It's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Should the NBA season continue? I would say, first off, um, in terms of opinion, and we'll get more sound here as we go along this morning, and certainly want to hear from you, 1-800-919-ESPN. First off, the players' decision yesterday. I know that there are some who are saying that uh, it's not being supported. I would say that that is completely not true. I I think that now it's, is it a hundred percent support across all races and Crete? No, of course not. Nothing is ever 100% uh, supported, but overwhelmingly look at all the statements being made from teams, the league, other leagues, fans, politicians, they have tremendous support And I think they have to simply come up with the decision of do the players decide that the platform that they have playing is a better way to keep focus or start focus or continue focus on the social concerns that they've had, the national discussion that they have had, or 
is boycotting or canceling the season the better way forward? I can't tell them what the better way to go is. And I've seen a lot of people saying, what did this accomplish, right? Like if you cancel games, what does that accomplish? Well, I think that the players couldn't possibly know. But it kind of depends on what happens next because sometimes you can't know what's going to happen next and you have to kind of do it anyway. So if I had a vote in the poll question for today, I think I'd probably be leaning more uh, of no way should the season continue because this is obviously something that has been there even before the NBA season restarted, uh, even before the bubble started. So, And this is something that has been on their minds and – It's been in the national conversation even before that. So it does seem like the momentum to me is moving toward, as more conversations take place with the players, I can understand their point in that, look, we're playing and nothing is changing. So maybe we have to not play and use our energies in other ways so that uh, something does get done here that something is moved in the right direction, no matter, it's kind of hard to define what that would be, but that something changes because the way they're carrying going forward right now, right, restarting the season, trying to get through the playoffs, it doesn't seem like that's had any movement in the right direction at all because these stories continue to pop up. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Seven six. So we'll have more on this. I want to get phone calls involved as well as early as possible at 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. We'll have more uh, sound about this, about what the uh, the path forward is going to be, the NBA Board of Governors meetings, the uh, the players meetings. But we got other stuff to do today because last night, in terms of a New York sports scene, was, uh, was pretty brutal. Not exactly a great day. Yankees were back last night. Yikes. Mets had a nice relaxing win over the Marlins. It was never in doubt. They had it all the way. You had my Islanders losing yesterday. Livion Bell and Adam Gase seems like they're uh, right on the same picking up right where they left off last year. So we got a lot of stuff to do today. And, you know, I had this idea. I've been kind of hinting at it. I think today is the day that I will finally unveil it. I was not going to plan to unveil it until we until the NBA season ended, until the hockey season ended, and we had a little bit or the baseball season, because God knows that's always up in the air. It seems like every day that's, uh, that thing is waffling back and forth. But I think that maybe today might be, the ide- might, might be the day that we unveil it because it all is based on you. You are going to be the ones that guide this new endeavor that uh, we're going to uh, undergo together on the Gordon Damer Show. So maybe we'll unveil that today as well. Lots of stuff to do. Different kind of show today because of the unprecedented kind of day that we had yesterday. But I should, even with it as monumental as yesterday was, I should be the one to inform you that the Gordon Damer Show is still home to Michael K. Show Trivia Champion Gordon Damer, as well as home to Stump Rothenberg living legend. Gordon Damer, now effective, up to 87% accuracy. Number 87 does not change, mainly because I have not filled in for Dave again. So lots of stuff to do today. The poll question, as we mentioned in that opening segment, already up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Should the uh, NBA season continue? 
and at least so far, of course, is leading no way. And uh, I, I look, I expect that, of course, most right, we're sports fans. We want the sports, and and, that, and that's really all we care about. Uh, maybe not exclusively. I'm sure that people, even people voting, of course, can maybe understand the player's point or sympathize with the player's point. But at the end of the day, we're selfish as people. And, you know, I raised that question in the first segment of, of what the players have to decide for themselves. Do they feel like the, the platform that they have right now playing is greater than what the, if they canceled the season and, you know, assuming most of the players, if not all the players, would go back into their communities and, and focus on these issues and, you know, uh, work, do the work that they would not have to do with, uh, you know, games going on every single day. That's a question that they're going to have to kind of answer for themselves. I would just say maybe it's my own cynical point of view that for most people, like not the ones that are already overwhelmingly supportive of the players, but, you know, the the people that I think that they're trying to convince of, right, like that they're trying to win over to their side, I just think the people are, just selfish at the end of the day. And if the players are not playing games, if it's not visible to the the, the people that they're trying to win over, uh, I I don't know that those people will focus on it, right? Like, I think that the platform of playing games, even though uh, if they decide not to, it's not going to really surprise me at this point. But I think that that platform is bigger than the, the alternative. But for those who will say, well, what did they gain? Sometimes you got to find that out, right? Like, you know what's going to happen if you continue playing games. Yes, you will still have that platform, but it doesn't seem like, and it hasn't so far. They've been playing games and nothing has changed. So maybe they need to stop playing games and see if any, right? Like, if you know one outcome for sure, and it's not the outcome you want, maybe you got to do the opposite and see if you get a better outcome that way. All right, so the big question, obviously, is going to be, will Will the NBA season continue? Stephen A. Smith was on SportsCenter last night and was asked, will we see basketball played again this year? No, I haven't thought about that at all because I think the powers that be are fearful of that reality, will listen to the players as a result, and they will, then, they will therefore act accordingly. We got to understand, we got to stop mincing words about this, Sage. We got to take into account that this has the, the potential to resonate to election day. You got LeBron with his more than a vote movement. He obviously wants to get people to vote and we know what way he's leaning. But there's another side that's diametrically opposed to that kind of thinking. And these kind of actions could potentially galvanize those folks to vote for the person in office at this particular moment in time. Some people will will like that. Some people won't. But there is no denying that it could potentially have a profound impact Come November 3rd, if you think for one second that this is not going to be political or have political tentacles attached to it, you are sleeping under a rock. You are clueless. You don't know what's going on because it is. Expect more to come because I think the players know that and we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, Look, nothing that goes on nowadays is not political. So I don't know that there are many people that did not think that this would be political. Everything's political. Uh, Here's Stephen A. on uh, Chinny and Golick Jr., talking about how important it is for us to hear from the players. I think it's pivotal. And the reason I think it's pivotal is because you heard from him when he came to Donald Sterling. 
when Donald Sterling, uh, you know, got busted on tape by his mistress saying what he said about why you got to be around black people and all of this other stuff. Why do you even have to socialize with them and all of this other stuff? Uh, it was considered so egregious that Adam Silver banned him for life and ultimately forced him to sell the team to Steve Ballmer. Well, guess what? Part of the thing that served as an impotence or, a prov- or a provocation for Adam Silver to be willing to do such a thing was the fact that Adam Silver was, or was, was alerted to the fact that Chris Paul and other guys were contemplating boycotting a playoff game against the Golden State Warriors. And that was enough to incentivize him. I'm not saying that's the reason that he did it, but it clearly played the role. So if that played the role, imagine what, what's transpiring tonight and what kind of role that could potentially play. Of course, we need to hear from Adam Silver, without question. All right, so there is uh, Stephen A. We learned from Woj earlier on, and of course this is going to be a major topic throughout all the shows, throughout the day, and uh, let's get some phone calls involved. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. We'll leave the Yankees and the Mets and the Islanders and uh, my great big idea, which I don't have very many of them, but I think this one, this one might be one of my best, and it's not a long list. So the fact that he's even on the list is maybe not that surprising. But let's get some phone calls involved. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go out to uh, Sal is in Aberdeen. Sal, what's going on, my man? Hey, uh, champ. I'm not going to call you Gordon anymore. I'm just going to call you champ. For there you go. That, that works every time. <laughs> uh, our New York Islanders, um, I was impressed with that comeback. Brian Trice, I'm telling you, this guy is really a culture changer. I mean, he's really taken out. The goalie was. Did you say Brian uh, Trotz or Barry Trotz? I thought you said Brian. Barry, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Don't Barry. don't slander my my head coach. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, he he did the exact right thing, taking the goalie out. The guy had two shutouts the games before. You know, he was a little flat. So take him out the first period is fine. They got a game tonight at seven. He'll start again. And uh, that goal that that Grice gave up was deflection. It wasn't even you know his fault. I mean, it, it was, it was a, he would never would have got that. It was just deflected twice, I think. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm still optimistic about their, you know, their, their future. I think they could, they could take this series. Bruins and Lightning, whoever win that series, that's going to be a tough series for them. But um, I was impressed how they came back last night. Yeah, down 3 nothing. you kind of, you know, you, you say to yourself, all right, you got the first game, you know, you got a split of the first two games. That's not the worst. Uh, you would have liked a, a little bit better of a first period. But, no, they did show some fight. They did make it a game of it. But, uh, you know, a little bit too much to overcome. But, you know, look, I think it's good that they play again right away where yeah. you probably wouldn't have, you know, you obviously wouldn't have gotten that if it was a normal times because you would have travel days and everything else. So I think it's good that they get right back out there. That one's out of the way. And uh, whatever momentum maybe they had, I don't think that momentum generally carries over from one game to the next, but at least you get to kind of brush aside the, the, the ugliness of the first period and uh, you get right back out there tonight. Right, and I think uh, now uh, the Yankees know how uh, uh, the Mets feel. The Tanaka knows how the ground feels. That was a, a Mets loss the Yankees had last night in that second game. I mean, I don't know why he took Tanaka out, you know, uh, five innings, only 60 pitches, you know, I mean, at least let them start the sixth inning and see and see what happens. You know. Uh, well, look, I, I, I probably when I, you know, sitting there watching it, I would have left them in there too. But um, the problem with that is, and the one caveat I will give to Aaron Boone is, the Yankees are basically playing double headers every other day here now. So it's like the the, the schedule is so unbearable and such a a, a, a joke that um, it, it's very difficult. 
to, you know, you don't want to be going too deep into games. I know 65 or 66 pitches, whatever it was, I think that he has that in the back of his mind, and the Yankee brass has that in the back of their mind, that they don't want, especially with the pitching concerns that they have, the last thing they need is uh, to burn out Tanaka as well. Right, and uh, on the NBA, um, you know, this is a a tough issue. I mean, the players doing what they did to bring light to the situation, um, I think they're both on board, the players and, and and the owners, but let's see what happens if they cancel the season and the owners own the lose that TV money. You know, that's when they get hit in the pocketbook. It might make it a different story, uh, being on the same page with the players. And the last thing I want to say is, you know, we got to realize that we're one race. We are the human race, and that's how we. we I know it's a hard thing to say that people are going to say that, but that's what we are, and we have to try to get together and live together. You know. Yeah, uh, look, it's a very difficult issue to solve, Sal. You know, uh, ending racism is not an easy thing. And Sal, thanks for the call. Um, uh, I'd like to tell you that I have all these uh, great ideas on how to fix the problem, and uh, it is interesting that uh, that the support right now is at, I think, record levels, right? Like, there, there's never been more support. If If the NBA players or another league's players – had uh, done this, I don't know, five years ago, ten years ago. I don't think that the support, certainly not from ownership, certainly not from the league, would be at the level that it is right now. But I do think that it's interesting if the players were to ever, say, cancel the season or cancel a a large number of games, that they're not going to come back until this thing or that thing happens politically. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see whether or not the owners are still on board with that. I think that's a very difficult thing to say for sure right now because the solidarity is 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 a hundred percent right now within the league. It seems like, but whether or not that will be the case um, down the road, I don't know. Don't know. That that doesn't mean that the players shouldn't do what they feel like they got to do, but it is something that you have to weigh when you're coming up with the plan. And I don't know that they necessarily have a plan right now, but that's something that they're going to have to work out in very short order. Let's go to Arturo is in uh, Mount Vernon. Arturo, my man, what's going on? Thank you for taking the call. I uh, I will echo the Sal over there. It's pretty simple. One race, the human race. The guy that shot the, this poor guy, and I mean, I don't know all the details, but the cops, the bad cops have to be held accountable so the good cops don't get smeared on the baseball, Yankee fans, let's relax a little bit and hope that this frail group that we got gets all together. I love Aaron Judge, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to come down to the two out of three. And then Cole, yeah, Cole, uh, Gary Cole will pitch, and we'll see what happens. This is spring training over here. Don't you agree with me? This is a long spring training. Thankfully, we had a good start, and we're going to, you know, I'm not happy with this, but we got everybody hurt, so maybe they can stay in there for a couple of games. Well, at this point, Arturo, and thank you for the call, uh, at this point, the uh, I will just say, when I would like to know what you people did to the Yankees. I left for vacation, as I said the other day, everything was fine. I come back, and the team is in shambles. 
everybody's hurt. They can't win a game. The only reasonable explanation that I can have is that you people did something while I was away. Now, the injury thing at this point is beyond loud. Aaron Judge is 28 years old and can't seem to run from here to there without something popping up or something popping inside. Now, I will say it's not really that important because the Yankees are virtually guaranteed to make the playoffs. I brought this up time and time again, so it's not doom and gloom. I think their playoff odds, even now, are like 95%. So as we've said in the past, the, the, the key to the baseball season is making the tournament and playing well once you get in the tournament. The tournament is the playoffs. But it is infuriating to no end that they can't just get past this or that. It just keeps happening time and time and time again. And for Judge to go down again after I tabbed him, the face of New York sports is infuriating. He's making me look bad. And I can't stand that, people. And when I tell you the little kids that have called me upset, I have a godson that has autism, and I just had to explain to him why we aren't playing. I have young nephews that I've had to talk to about death before they've even seen it in a movie. If not now, when? If not during a pandemic <laughs> and countless lives being lost, if not now, when? That's, that's all I just want to hear from the rest of the night where everybody's pontificating and thinking and soapboxing and all of that. We know nothing is going to change. We get it. If Martin Luther King got shot and risked his life, Mega Evers, if we've seen this and all of our heroes constantly taken down, we understand it's not going to end. But that does not mean, young men, that you don't do anything. Don't listen to these people telling you don't do anything because it's not going to end right away. All right, so there's Chris Weber, a section of it. It was actually much longer than that, but, you know, we couldn't play the. I think it was like a three-minute cut. That's like 25% of my show. I I couldn't play the whole thing, no, but I thought it was a very powerful statement that he uh, made yesterday on TNT after the Bucs and the the other games yesterday uh, postponed in the NBA as a result of the um, the push for, for change within our society and uh, the, the social justice cause that the NBA, right now, I think the season kind of hangs in the balance, and we'll kind of see how things uh, go today. That ties into a poll question today, which is up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. Do you think the NBA season should continue? And I would expect that, of course, is going to, is going to win for the reason I gave earlier, right? We're, we're sports fans. And I would think that that, uh, at the end of the day, we're all selfish, myself included. At the end of the day, we're all selfish. I heard that uh, ad there before about uh, you have to be more involved now in your kids' schooling than ever before. I I, want to go back to the times where I barely knew what grade they were in because I'm selfish. So I get that everybody's selfish. So I expect that, uh, of course, is going to win. But the reason why I went with should rather than will is because I don't really know that maybe, you know, maybe the NBA insiders, Woj, Stephen A., and, and the like, they have a better read on it. But to the outside, with the way this has, you know, it was floated out there before the, the, the season restarted, before the bubble, but the way that it has now gained momentum since Sunday, I don't know that you can accurately predict in what direction this is going to go. 
1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. We touched on the Yankees a little bit last night, that they were finally back in action. How did it go? Well, not great, Bob, because they lost both games to the Braves. Garrett Cole got knocked around for the first time uh, as a Yankee and I think lost for the first time in more than a year. And then the second game, they go out and not only lose, but then they lose Aaron Judge, who is now apparently hurt again. The same injury that he seemingly just got over apparently doesn't look like uh, he got over it all that well. And now it looks like he is headed back to the uh, the injured list. And I, I simply asked the question before, what have you people done to the Yankees? Because it's clearly your fault. I was here before vacation. Everything was cool. Everything was correctamundo, as uh, Fonz would say. But uh, now the only rec- reasonable explanation I can come up with is that you people did something. And then the other question for the Mets, they did get a win. Never in doubt. The bullpen Never in. I mean, it's amazing how every start for Jacob Degrom is is you're just biting your nails to see whether or not he gets any run support, whether or not they can get a win for him. And I think at this point, the track record is long enough that you have to question why do his teammates despise him the way they do? That's the only reasonable explanation that you can have. All right, one eight hundred nine one nine ESPN one hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll get back to the calls in just a second, but we're already we're already running out of time. So let me unveil my great idea. I don't have them very often, and this one will probably carry me over until we have uh, a cure for for COVID nineteen. This will probably carry over to twenty twenty one. I probably am not going to have another one. Certainly not this good. So what is it? Well, I need your help. Because ever since the rewatchable movie bracket ended, people have been asking, hey, are you going to do it again? You should do it again. Or do this thing or that thing. Songs, bands, different movies, sports movies. Well, here's the thing. Brackets are for March. That's when brackets are a thing. And we did, it, we did the rewatchable movie bracket because the, the, the NCAA tournament got canceled and it was a huge hit. But now... With sports hanging in the balance, I had this idea, mainly for when maybe the baseball ended, certainly the NBA and the NHL season, because I don't know when those next, you know, we don't even know when this season is going to end. When next season is going to start, there might be a bit of a lull where we just have football. So I have come up with a new topic and a new format. And the new topic will be, instead of movies, I'm going to do TV shows. I'm sure you have a greatest TV show in your mind. So I introduce to you the Gordon Damer Show, greatest TV show, Regal Tumble. You've heard of the Royal Rumble, right? In the WWE. This is not that. This is much like McDowell's to McDonald's. This is the Regal Tumble. Yes. We're going to be counting them down every single day. It's kind of like the Royal Rumble, but it's different. Just different enough according to the lawyers that I've talked to. So how do I need your help? Well, what was one of the main criticisms of the rewatchable movie bracket? Either seatings, where movies were seated, oh, that's a bad draw, or you didn't have this, you didn't have that, how dare you? So the beauty of the regal tumble is that I'm taking your suggestions. And here's my guarantee to you. All of your suggestions for the greatest TV show of all time, every reasonable suggestion, will be included. 
Let me repeat that. Every reasonable suggestion that gets tweeted to me at Gordon Damer or phoned in 1-800-919-ESPN will be included. Now, if you suggest here comes Honey Boo Boo, we're not going to be including that one. I'm saying reasonable suggestions. The littlest groom is not going to be included. My mother, the car, Manimal, if you're old enough to remember Manimal, Cop Rock, not going to be included. But every reasonable consideration will be part of it. Now, once we'll have to get all the entries in first. How this will work is we will secretly draw numbers for the show. For each TV show, what number order they will, and they will be kept secret. We will unveil a new one every day, but we will start with four. The, the, the show that has the lowest vote total after that poll has ended will be thrown over the top rope. And then the next day, after four are in, then will come number five. Then will come number six. I don't know how many we're going to end up having. That's up to you. Eventually, we'll work down our way to the final four, the final three, the final two, and then finally, we will crown a TV champion, the greatest TV show of all time. There won't be any complaints about the seating. What was included, what wasn't, we are taking your entry. Now, you don't have to include, obviously, The Sopranos or Breaking Bad or The Wire or Simpsons or Cheers, but what does greatest mean does it mean your favorite show does it mean the most critically acclaimed show is it the most that's completely up to you so if you want to include i don't know jeopardy you can include jeopardy you can suggest it that will be that would be within the overton window of what a reasonable suggestion would be snl 60 minutes sports whatever you want greatest TV show of all time. We are only taking your suggestions right now. We do not have a start date as of right now. If the NBA season gets called up, that start date will be moving up. Much like the final dance, we will be moving it up very directly. But And, of course, the baseball season, which is constantly hanging in the balance, uh, that will be moved up as well. So that's the idea. The Gordon Damer Show, greatest TV show of all time, Regal Tumble. And we'll be taking your suggestions on Twitter, on Instagram. Any way you can get to me, you can get to me. Actually. Can they get to me? They can get to you, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> and you then I retweeted. The and then I retweeted to you. Absolutely. All just, right. You don't even have to retweet it to me. You can just let me know. You can just text me. All you right. have my phone number. I'm not going to give out my phone number on the air, but te- <laughs> no. uh, uh, really. So the it's called the, the Regal Tumble. The Regal Tumble, okay. not the Royal Rumble. This is the Regal Tumble. All right. All right? I like it. Let's get some phone calls in. I said I would. 1-800-919-ESPN. Let's go to Neil in uh, the Bronx. Neil. Hey, good morning, Gordon. I love you, bro. You're my brother from another mother, one world, one planet. Uh, With the Yankees, I believe they should incorporate Pilates and yoga with their off-season training instead of going heavy all the time. What do you think about that? Because going heavy you know, and bulking up is not that good for the body. Look, uh, Neil, and they're already big as it is. Yeah, a year ago, I would have laughed at you saying Pilates and yoga. At this point, everything has to, every reasonable, much like the Gordon Damer show, Regal Tumble for the greatest I love TV that show idea. of all time. 
Yes. I think we have to we have to consider every reasonable explanation. The only problem with that is I don't think it fixes it in the now, right? Like that's an off season thing. That's and they got to figure out a way to get. I don't know what it is to to get these guys through a season. It's it's unbelievable to me that Aaron Judge, who was complaining about going on the injured list, comes back and already is. I can't even get through a seven inning game. It's just as incredible though how the injuries is just keeps plaguing the Yankees year after year. Yeah. Look, I will say this, and Neil, thanks for the call and thanks for the praise. Uh, I think that each issue is separate, right? Like there are some guys who are just going to be injury prone, maybe bulking up to a certain degree is impacting certain players. I don't know that you can have a blanket answer for everything. I know that people will say they just have to, you know, they just have to stretch more. They're They're clearly in shape. I just don't know what it is about them specifically that now over a span of really three years, they can't seem to get out of their own way in terms of injuries. Let's go out to Spike. Is in Jersey. Spike, what's going on? Hey, tough day, man. Uh, listen, nobody loves the NBA more than I do. Nobody. I mean, probably millions love it the same at that level. Like, football's your favorite sport. They can't play. The players can't play. I called the K show and got called on PD yesterday about 3.40. And it was, a, you know, everything was hitting. And I and they said, what do you think? And, and, you know, I was honored to be asked that question, as I always am when you guys let me speak to you. And I said, by the end of the day, if LeVon doesn't step up and, and take the lead on this, because he's the voice, and he did. And uh, I don't care if I see basketball again. I, I really don't. It's for your children. You have two children around, what, yeah. 10 and 8 or whatever, something like that. Yeah. It's for you. It's for their 10. children and, and your grandchildren. Yeah. It's got to be fixed. I went through this 60 years ago. Yeah. I don't want to leave on a bad note because you're just an upbeat guy. So I'm going to give you my favorite TV program of give all it. time. Give it to me. Honeymooners. Honeymooners. Absolutely, Spike. That will be, in the, that will be included. I can, gar- I can make that guarantee to you right now. Well, I'm honored to have that, and you have a good day, and take care of your family. All right, Spike. Thank you, man. Um, Yeah, look, I don't know how this thing is going to go. I don't think, as I said, I don't really know that you can know for sure what way this is going to go. Uh, We will, I think, get more clarification as the day goes along. The meetings are are set to begin at 11 o'clock. I would, you know, I kind of go back and forth. I would... Because of the way things generally happen, you would think, yeah, they're going to they're gonna come to some sort of an agreement. The players will sit out the next couple of days. They'll feel like, but I think that this is different times. I think we're living in different times. So I don't think that you can fall back on what has happened in the past. I do think that the one thing the players have to come up with for themselves is what is the, the plan of action that they want to simply say, you want to see change, what form of change do you, you know, what is it going to be that you need to have before you can feel comfortable again? And maybe there isn't anything. Maybe there's nothing in there right now. And if that's the case, then they got to, you know, call off the rest of the season that the players are not going to play. Uh, let's go out to Mike and Yonkers. Mike, what's going on, my man? Gordon, what's up, bro? Now, listen, you? I'm sure you're probably going to include it because you quote it all the time. But I'm just saying, Mad Men needs to win this bracket. It's the super underrated show, but it's the best show. I'm telling you. Whenever I talk to people and ask them if they've seen it, most of the time they haven't seen it. But it is the greatest show. I'm telling you, super yeah, underrated. Yeah, no, it Mad Men. Uh, certainly, if this was going to be the rewatchable TV show bracket, I would say that Mad Men 
Well, look, they will obviously be included. They're in, included in any conversation about the greatest dramatic shows of all time. So they certainly will be part of the field. And I would say they're probably the most rewatchable. I feel like, and my wife is a madman, mad nut. She she watches it over and over and over again. I had to go through weeks of when it got taken off Netflix before it found whatever the new home is uh, on the on the streaming. She was going crazy. I had to listen to it day in and day out. So she's big into Mad Men. So no, Mad Men will definitely be included. But this is not just dramatic TV. This is any TV show that you want. If it aired on TV, not movies, but any TV show specifically, you suggest it. If it's a reasonable suggestion, if it's not like one of the worst things of all time, it will be included. And Mad Men absolutely will be included. You know what's not going to be uh, anymore? This show. It's already done for the day. It comes up the same time every single day. It's unexplainable. Please vote on the poll question. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. I'll be taking suggestions on the greatest TV show of all time throughout the day. And we'll be back tomorrow at 5 a.m. right here on 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.